0: Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on digital transformation and cloud computing and government, brought to you today by Affigent and Oracle. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about ways agencies can deploy their enterprise platforms more effectively to the cloud. Our guest today is Dave Pipes, solutions architect with Affigent and Akama Company, specializing in cloud migration and implementation. Affigent is also an Oracle Platinum partner, and a Washington Technology Top 100 Government Contractor in IT. Dave is a veteran of Oracle, and before that, Sun Microsystems, who focuses on enterprise cloud technologies, cybersecurity, and data center hardware and operating systems. Dave, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Terrific. Well, as our audience knows, as more and more federal agencies look to cloud computing platforms as a way to modernize their IT operations, many agencies run into the challenge of how to deploy enterprise-scale applications to the cloud. That increasingly means understanding the importance of having a robust platform as a service to support enterprise deployments to the cloud, and that's what we want to talk about today. So Dave, let me first ask, what's the pain point or chief challenges in contemplating a move to the cloud?
1: Well, when an organization is looking at deploying cloud at enterprise scales, I believe policies and procedures are the key to this process because it's a long-running process. It's not something you do right away. It's not something where you do one or three or five projects and you're done. It's something that will change the way the organization functions. And the thing to remember with this is that this change is necessary. Cloud provides agility to allow you to manage resources and also to deploy quickly new solutions for the IT organization. And that means that you can't just replicate the old way that things have been done. That will preserve inefficiencies that moving to cloud is actually intended to improve. So the thing to remember is that many government organizations may not have the speed built into their organization to match the capabilities that they will see from putting applications and development and operations into the cloud. Customers should deal with this issue before attempting large-scale cloud operations. Why is this important? Because the faster you can move to cloud, the faster you'll see the returns. And that, in turn, means that your challenge is going to be adapting your existing policies and procedures into the new cloud
0: environment. Well, what would you say is changing in the cloud landscape now that customers need to know about? And why is platform as a service becoming more important?
1: Well... I think, actually, that what's changing is that infrastructure as a service has become mature. And platform as a service is becoming more and more common. Platform as a service is development and operations built into a set of functions that are offered on Infrastructure-as-a-Service, and they allow you to move right into development and operations fairly quickly without having to design and architect the whole environment yourself. This is, in itself, an acceleration of capabilities. So while most customers who are involved with infrastructure as a service may well be inclined to just continue down that path and perhaps build their own development operations environment, platform as a service can sort of jumpstart you into a new standardized environment that is faster. It allows agile development. It supports all of these things that organizations are looking to improve when they move to cloud. And by adopting a pre built PaaS solution, a platform as a service solution, instead of building it yourself, you can save months of time and cost. And I think people get locked into, you know, the idea that they understand infrastructure as a service. Why not just build it on top of that? I think that is kind of missing the coming wave, the advantage that PaaS can give you over building your own development operations environment on infrastructure as a service. Bottom line, platform as a service gives you the tools for your developers to move quickly when putting together new applications, and that matches the capabilities of the cloud platform to respond quickly with resources.
0: Well, I know one of the challenges agencies also face is rationalizing their applications, particularly when they need to work together across one or more clouds, either externally or internally. What are your recommendations for uh, which applications should be moved to the cloud in general and, uh, and which ones should be worked on first? Well, it sounds like a truism, but in my opinion, cloud
1: projects should be ones that can benefit from the move to cloud. Rather than just saying, oh, you know, we're, we're gonna move to cloud and everything that this organization does is eventually going to end up on cloud. Customers should take a look at the applications that they have. Which ones are well suited to cloud operations? Which ones could benefit from that? Conversely, which ones might do better staying where they are for a whole variety of reasons? When you can carefully choose these projects, you can introduce change incrementally into the organization. And remember, I talked about policies and procedures before. Policies and procedures are hard to change. So an incremental approach in what you're trying to put into the cloud can also be used to make those changes in the organization less painfully, right? And remember, as development becomes more responsive to the users of the applications, your funding procedures are probably going to have to change as well. That's another big part of the policies and procedures changes. Getting funding you know, every year, every two years, is no longer feasible if your developers can turn around a prototype application in six weeks. So, funding is going to be a key part of the policy and procedure changes, and that in turn feeds back into which applications should be moved to the cloud first. In other words, Pick your applications carefully. The ones that will benefit not just the end users, but also the organizations should be your first hit target. That's a great point.
0: What would you say is different about platform-as-a-service when it comes to application development and operations compared to other cloud services? Well, we know that
1: Platform as a Service you know, keeps you from having to build an entire development uh, environment from scratch. And it also keeps you from replicating any efficiencies you might have in your existing one by just moving it over without changing it. Both of those options are probably suboptimal. What DevOps in the Cloud, Platform as a Service, allows you to do is to speed the assessment and optimization and adaptation of on-prem applications to the cloud. And this can help you shake out inefficiencies in your software and hardware architectures. For existing applications, Right, that means you're actually optimizing things, not just moving them over. On the other side, for developers, PaaS offerings provide you a standardized set of tools. And a lot of times you'll see an IT organization trying to juggle different development organizations with different tools and different approaches and different methodologies, this can turn into an issue for agile development methodologies because with agile you want everybody to move as quickly as possible that means standardization of tools. Platform as a service is a very convenient way to get that and to begin to consolidate your development and operations organizations both to reduce the cost of licensing and reduce the cost of development overall. It can also reduce the presence of shadow IT. So as I see as a virtuous change to a development organization, one that can help you improve not just the speed of development of applications, but also make the structure of the development organization, the IT organization, more suited to agile development. So as this process continues, as developers become more agile, they will find themselves more and more in contact with the end users, which again is a beneficial change. The idea that I would look for is to move development away from an abstract IT management priority to one that is driven by the actual needs of the end users. The more you expose the developers and the IT teams to the end users, the faster they can get requirements, the faster they can respond, the faster they can put prototypes out and get an application into its lifecycle. And this overall creates a mindset of not just you know taking orders from, from IT to develop something, but getting feedback from the end users. What exactly do they need? So, to me, is that PaaS can also not just help you standardize your development environments, but reduce the time that you spend dealing with IT, with you know choosing solutions and things like that, and allow your developers to turn that time into end-user conversations. Let the end-user who works the mission drive the application development so that you have a true mission-oriented application environment.
0: Well, and lastly, Dave, what are some tips you'd recommend for agencies and their IT teams to get there? Well, as
1: I said, many customers are familiar with infrastructure as a service, and they're comfortable building things on there without really realizing that what they're doing is replicating the siloing of applications. And I would encourage customers to take a look at platform as a service to reduce complexity and the risk associated with the process of migrating large enterprise workloads to the cloud and to allow natural forces, in other words, end user demand filtered directly into the developers to create momentum and drive your efforts to move applications to cloud. That would be one thing. The next thing is that in this process, you'll need to develop a cloud readiness framework. And that is used to analyze projects to make sure that they will actually benefit from the cloud, rather than just having someone say, you know, yeah, this list of 15 things, we're going to move it to the cloud. You know, Who knows why, right? You want to ask, will an application benefit from being moved to the cloud? If so, how will it need to be modified? How much effort is it going to take? How much time? And that's going to be the entry into the lifecycle for that application in the cloud. As you go through that, of course, your approach to security is going to have to take into account. And that's probably a whole other topic on its own. But when you're extending your security framework into the cloud, be sure to remember that cloud is more about risk mitigation than risk prevention. So this may be a new concept for your security team. They are going to have to be educated on what cloud security entails, what it offers, and they need to adopt the new mindset of risk mitigation, defense in depth, as much as the traditional perimeter-based or tightly locked down defense in depth that they already have. And as always, make sure your financial and your acquisition policies can operate at the speed of the cloud on a quarterly or even a monthly basis for very high-tempo environments and move elements to the cloud incrementally develop your cloud readiness framework, also develop your cloud application environment into an iteratable, a repeatable process, and use that. And finally, don't do this alone. Find an experienced partner that you trust and have them help you set up these processes, help you understand what's doing, help you understand what other organizations have done in the past. An experienced hand can guide you along the way uh, and save you a lot of time and effort.
0: That's great advice to end on, Dave. I know you speak from experience, given that apigen has guided many government customers on their path to the cloud. Thanks for joining us to talk about digital transformation and cloud computing in government. And also want to extend thanks to Apigent and Oracle for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage of digital transformation and cloud computing in government on fedscoop.com. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash. Thanks for listening.